This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I'm Joshua Church, your host here, and thank you for joining me. This episode, I'm going to be real, guys. I'm going to be vulnerable in this episode and share a little bit about what I've been going through these last couple of weeks and how I'm navigating a challenging time and truly seeing the ups and the downs and the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And there's there's been over the last two weeks um, some business challenges that have presented themselves and have pushed me truthfully and, and as a result professionally, but also personally. And it's something that's really, really um, important for me to share in real time because I think that there's often this allure around entrepreneurship or the sexiness around it, being your own boss, starting a business, but it comes with very real challenges. And I wouldn't be in honesty and integrity within myself if I wasn't able to share those with the people that are closest to me and as a result the the podcast because this is very this has always been an important frame for me to share and to process how I'm learning through and working through things so and and the fact that anybody somebody can get if at least one person can gain value from this then I've done my job and it's worthwhile so just to bring you in up to speed uh, I'm going to share with a poem that I wrote many years ago and I'm going to read this poem that I wrote many years ago because this just about sums up these last two weeks for me. And I'm now, thankfully, it feels like I'm moving through and shifting out of this and shifting and evolving with this with these challenges. But I wanted to bring you in on the process of what's what have what's been present and active in my mind as I've been navigating these stormy seas, so to speak, and uh, and and the things that have been really helpful for me as I've been navigating this. Because whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you undoubtedly experiencing challenges in your life at some point, and hopefully this can be of value to see how I'm processing through this and and what's been working really well for me and what hasn't. So, firstly, to share the poem that I wrote. This is many years ago. I wrote this probably six seven years ago. As uh, I as as I was going through some some hardships with my with my past job, so it's called "These Are the Times." These are the times. Sometimes aboard your boat, the wind is just in your face. No matter what you seem to do, you can't catch your breath. The destination across the sea becomes blurry. Excuses start to fill your head. Motivation gets thrown overboard. Questions about the journey run deep. You knew they were coming, but you didn't know it was going to be this hard. It would be easier to turn the boat around like most do, to find comfort with the wind at your back once again. It would be so easy. But you didn't sign up for easy. You tore up that permission slip a long time ago. Hell, if this journey was easy, then everyone would do it. But it's not about you, and it never was. It's about the people you are called to serve, in your truth, on your path, on purpose, the ones who are waiting for you. Embrace the challenge. Accept the risk of leadership. Stand tall at the helm and stay the course. Grip your why closely with white knuckles. These are the times. Because the winds will change like they always do. Find relief in belief. Find support in knowing. Trust that your compass is working. Trust that your boat isn't really sinking like you feel it is. 
Trust that the stormy seas will return to their natural state of calm. Remember that a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Remember that this is preparing you for exactly what you've asked for. Remember that all journeys have secret destinations of which the traveler is unaware. This is the process. Trust it. Love it. Enjoy it. These are the times. Ah, it feels so good to read that because it's those words just are so what I need to hear. <laughs> My past self working through challenges six, seven years ago. And the reality is sometimes the wind is just in your face and all you can do is hold on. One thing I did learn through writing that, as you could probably tell, that the the winds do shift. And in every business, there's winters and there's summers. Right now, we're quite literally in a winter. And in our season right now, we're in a winter. But if it were easy, everyone would do it. And this is this is the process. And more to share on growth in a moment and how I'm processing this. But firstly, on entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> I was live. Rob and I were talking about this. My cousin and co-founder, this past week, Sunday, we were in the conference room for six hours um, working through some budgeting things and and tightening up the, the the ship, so to speak. And and we were just laughing at the end of it. We're just like, this is not for the faint of heart. This is not for everyone. You know, like the, the, the Instagram reels or the TikToks where they're like, start a business, they said. It'll be fun, they said. This is like literally what we we're saying. Like, oh, be your own boss, they said. It'll be fun, you said. It's all great in theory, but it's really not for everybody. And oftentimes the sexy parts are glamorized. We see this in influ on influencers. We see this on social media. You see the highlights. You see the getting a great, a big deal or meeting with someone or, or, or going to have an incredible day on your regular Tuesday. Those are the sexy parts, but you don't see the six hour work Sunday session where we have to make some hard decisions behind closed doors and make bets on ourselves that all of this is riding on us. Though those things are not sexy and they're not shown. Alex Hermosi, a, a, a great entrepreneur who um, who will be referenced many times throughout this podcast, he says, he shared in a, in a video that I loved, which he said, entrepreneurship is like getting kicked in the nuts over and over again. It's just every day waking up and getting a swift kick to the nuts. Occasionally, there's a glimmer of hope that's then followed by a swift kick to the nuts. <laughs> and I, I couldn't sum it up any better. This is about how how willing you are to be able to take those kicks and to stay, hang in there and to stand in there. But this is what we signed up for. And, and for us, especially right now, as we navigate this, some of these different challenges that have kind of compiled into one one pinnacle moment, if you will. This is this is a big part I'm, I'm understanding as well of earning your entrepreneurial stripes, I feel. I feel that there's there's a different level of appreciation I have for the business and there's a different level of uh, capacity I feel like I'm able to now handle through going for this. And for that, I'm grateful. And also being able to stomach the harder thing is what makes your differentiation. It's the barrier to entry. It's knowing that, okay, however, however many kicks I can stomach, however much capacity I can hold through these challenges, that increases, the, that's the barrier to entry. That's the ticket cost for anybody else that wants to do this and any other co competition, whatever other people out there. It's like, that's, that is your differentiation. And the other part about this entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial journey that I've been reflecting on is that thank God that I care about this mission. I mean, truly, if if I was selling like olive presses or printers, I promise you that I would not still be doing this at this point. I probably would have quit 10 times over at this point, just two years into the business. It's I, I really view this as, and I, and I say this to any time I'm speaking with an entrepreneur, an aspiring entrepreneur, someone that wants to get into business. 
it ha- you have to love it. You got to love it. You got to, it has to be worthwhile and you have to believe in what you're doing because if not, this would just be so much more challenging because I know in my mind that this and what we're doing here at Edge3 Labs truly is for the greater good and is truly helping people. We're getting that feedback, right? We we get the, 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 the reviews and we get the messages and the emails of people sharing how this has changed their life entirely. This is the best purchase they've ever made. And that's so valuable. And I know what this can do for people's health, for their well-being, for their vitality, for their connection with themselves and the world around them, for increasing their stress capacity as it did for me. And I know it has that effect for other people. And so this is what I view as the, this is the cost this is the price of delivering that impact, that being able to hold space for these challenges. This is the direct cost that I pay to be able to bring this impact and that we pay to be able to bring this impact to people. So I thank God for that mission. And in these times, as I shared in that poem, get to just grip that mission tight because this is why it's all worth it. Now, a little bit about growth. We all want growth. We literally ask for it, right? We want to grow. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a growth-oriented person. So I was thinking about it just as I was driving home the other day. We want growth. I said, yes, I want to grow. I want to grow more. So who am I to judge the way that it looks? Why? Who are we to judge the form that growth shows up in? Why, why are we so easy to brace and resist when growth shows up, but we're asking for it? This is precisely growth showing up. We know it. I know it in my heart of hearts. I have people around me and a team that knows it. It's the challenges that define you. It's the challenges that make you. It's the challenges. It's the breaking down of the muscle fibers that allow the muscle to grow back stronger and rebuild. This is the growth process. It's uncomfortable. It's really easy to say it and to talk about it when you're not going through a specific growth phase and things are going well. It's a lot more difficult to hold true to it and to really embody that when you are in the midst of facing that challenge. So that is something I've been reflecting a lot on. So I'm surrendering my judgment for how growth will look in my life. And I'm delegating that away. I'm giving that to God to just trust God and whatever growth that he's showing me at this point is the growth that I need. So that's one thought around growth. Another thought too is when you zoom in And you look at the growth curve, like right now, the growth curve on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis feels really freaking jagged. It feels like these jagged edges and it looks jagged. If you zoom in, it's like, you know, today's today's good, today's up, it's it's a high and then tomorrow's down low or it's, it's a really low point right now on this jagged growth curve. But when you zoom out and you widen the aperture and you expand your time horizon, it smooths out. It was funny looking at this, just even, you know, I can get this level of data on Shopify, our, 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 our website platform. When you look at data of either sales or just even website traffic, so you look on the day-to-day basis, it's like, it's very jaggedy. But then if you zoom out, instead of looking at week over week or month over month, and you look at quarterly, or you look at annual, or you look at history of the business, that curve smooths out. It just, it just has to. So that's important to remember is that the when you're zoomed in in the midst of the growth, it's very it's a jagged edge growth curve. But when you zoom out and expand the time horizon, it gets better. And and this is also forcing me to develop new skills through this specific process. And I won't obviously go into sharing too much of the details around some of these challenges. But the this is certainly creating and giving me a new set of skills that will serve me for my entire career. And I know that I'm I'm learning that in real real time. 
it's it's like it's kind of like it's like you're facing at the end of a, at the end of a level of a video game you're facing the boss and it's like you need to beat this boss before you go on to the next level and the boss is always really difficult to beat it's always really challenging so i i feel like growth is a lot of that way as well it's like we're kind of we're going along and it's like all right maybe some mini ups and downs and all of a sudden we get to these boss moments these boss moments that really push you and you have to th rethink your strategy you have to really shift your approach up and you have to become someone better to beat that boss but as soon as you do that then guess what you're at the next level that's how you reach these levels in these games it's a beating the boss it's getting to the, the end of the level and you get to the boss so i'm viewing that in real time and holding that to be true in real time as i'm processing that and that very much helps me the other thing that's essential throughout this process is faith. And, and what's strengthened through these challenges for me is deepening my sense of faith. Let go and let God. Strengthening my relationship with God, praying to God, calling in my, my angels around me and, and my spirit squad and my divine delegation of, of, of support that I, I know I'm supported from, from, from the, from the, from outside of this dimension. And I've, I've, it's forced me to, to, to come back to that in a very real way. One of my prayers recently has been, I trust you, God, to lead me to where I'm needed most. Please lead me to where I'm needed most. And I trust you to lead me there. Whatever form that takes, I'm unattached to. I trust that this function will be served. That helps a lot. It takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. And having faith that it's going to work out just the same way and having faith that like, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> you know, we're going to get through this one way or the other, just like I've gotten through everything else up to this point in my life. And it always feels the new challenge always feels insurmountable. But you look at evidence. You've gotten through everything you have gotten. If you're listening to this, you have gotten through everything that has presented a challenge to you in your life. You're still here. You're breathing. You're listening to this. You've gotten through it. No matter how insurmountable it felt, you got through it. So doubling back into that faith, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll get through this. We'll persevere. There's this great Alan Watts quote on this note that I love. It's, it's, it's now my new background on my screensaver. And he says, you're going to make it, but it's always going to feel as if you're not. That's the fun you see. I love it. You're going to make it, but it's always going to feel like it's not. But that's the fun you see. That's the fun. If we knew that if, if the growth curve was when you were zoomed in, if the growth curve was just like step by step, up, 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 like smooth the whole way, zoomed in. That would be boring. Nobody would opt in for that. Like the reason you opt in for this is because there's this high high risk, high reward potential. There's this possibility. There's this unknown, this uncertainty. And that creates the fun. That creates the excitement. That creates the, the strategy. Because if we knew, then there would be no strategy. There would be no excitement. There would be no fun. It would be boring. It would be comfortable. It would be, it would be stagnant. So this is the fun. Like in order to have the fun, this is necessary. So I, I love that. And I've been holding that on. Like, that's the fun you see. And saying that with, with Chad, our, our head of sales, my best friend, that's the fun you see. Like anytime something like challenging is happening or when you feel like, oh, are we going to make it? It's like, that's the fun you see. And just saying in that playful way has been essential. Now, shifting gears into a little bit about perspective and how, how this has informed my perspective. So we're talking about expanding the time horizon on the growth process from a day-to-day -day level. Now, if we expand back far enough... <laughs> we're all going to die anyway, right? And that can be really, um, that can be, that can seem really doom and gloom for a lot of people, but it, it's really not for me. It, it's a great reminder. Why take things too seriously? Because nobody gets out alive anyway. It's this concept of memento mori known from the Stoic philosophy of remembering your mortality, remembering death. It's really helpful to remember that and put it into perspective that, okay, well, I'm going to die anyway. So 
why should I stress so much these little moments and try to white knuckle and hold on and grip? It's like, oh, okay. Well, at the end of the day, we're floating on a rock through space, spinning around a thousand miles an hour on a spaceship, literally going through space, nothingness. So that is actually helpful. I find to be helpful in some of these moments where it just puts things into perspective. You zoom way out, zoom out. If you zoom out far enough, you cannot see the earth. How wild is that? You zoom out far enough, you cannot see the earth and it makes all of these, these, these minutia and challenges seem so insignificant. And some, some more on perspective here, and this perspective here has just been so helpful for me is that someone was asking like, oh, it's, I know it's stressful. Like this is a lot of stress. How are you handling the stress? And I'm reminded of, of, of two, two different instances, two different quotes that, that really strike home for me when I, when I think about this is that this isn't stress, this pressure here. This pressure here is a privilege. As, as Tim Grover says in his book, Relentless, pressure is a privilege. And the top of the top, the elite of the elite athletes out there, they know that. Pressure is a privilege. You seek that out. Pressure, yes, it can burst pipes, but guess what? It also forms diamonds. This pressure is a damn privilege. And Dame, Damian Lillard, a, a, a you know future Hall of Fame basketball player right now, he uh, he said something great after a post game in a post game interview that always I've always stuck with and always remembered when the post game reporter was asking him how, like how, did did you feel the pressure like how did how did you deal with the pressure to hit that game winning shot and I'm gonna read his quote here because it's so good he says pressure nah fam this is just playing ball. Pressure is the homeless man who doesn't know where his next meal is coming from. Pressure is the single mom who's trying to scuffle and pay her rent. We get paid a lot of money to pay, play a game. Don't get me wrong, there are challenges, but to call it pressure is almost an insult. Whew, wow, what a perspective. Pressure? No, this is this is this is just we're playing a game here. Pressure? No, this is building a business. Like, like this is this is a game that we're playing here. I I, I know that I have food on my table. I know that I have rent that that's paid for. I know that I have a roof over my over my my head. I know that I have a bed to sleep in. I know that I have family that I love. Like that alone makes me the top 1% of 1% of 1% of the entire humanity, of our entire global humanity and humans everywhere. So it's so important to remember it's like why take on the, this all this pressure and this weight and and, and just another anecdote here to re remember that when when I I've spent a lot of time traveling into into underdeveloped countries and um, working on community service projects there specifically in South Sub-Saharan Africa in Kenya and Ethiopia and one of the things that was so striking to me being in this rural village in Kenya working on a school project build helping build a schoolhouse for them. They, th these people are are spending their day walking for water and focusing on the, the most basic of human needs and necessities, but they have a smile on their face. This is just what it is. This is what they know. And I, I was just so moved by that Hakuna Matata energy, that that no worries energy that was that was very present in, in some of these rural villages. You also see a lot of nasty sides of poverty as well, where that's not that's not the case. But in in some of these villages, I was just moved to see how someone with so little could be so happy and to be and to be so have such little stress. And what a perspective to think back to, to me sitting here on my laptops and gadgets and, and thinking up here in the cerebral nature of just like, why, why, why should I take on this pressure? I have my basic needs met. Well, this is not, this is not real pressure. So an important, important note there. And then the other perspective is I, I thankfully got a, got a chance to spend a lot of time, a full day with my, my niece and nephew on Saturday, this past weekend, I probably spent like two hours playing hide and seek with my nephew Lincoln, the most fun thing ever. And, and that was so heartwarming too, because my nephew, 
he doesn't he doesn't care about he doesn't know what I do. He doesn't care about how much money I make. He doesn't know what I'm going through. All he cares about is that I'm present with him and I'm quality time is the love language and that I can be there and spend quality time to to watch ball videos and go out and play catch and to and to have fun and to giggle and to play hide and seek and to to mess around and to wrestle like that is the only thing that matters. And it's such an amazing perspective as well. Like someone that I love so much and someone who loves me so much doesn't care about any of that. None of that matters. At the end of the day, it's just that 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 human to human interaction and that connection with ourselves and others. That's that's real rich, as, as Bob Marley says. Like, how do you define rich? When he was asked, are you a rich man? He's like, what do you mean rich? It's like the richness in relationships and friendships and love. That's richness. So that's a great perspective. And then the last note around perspective to round out here is, is that I do believe that in six months from now, and I'm excited to come back and listen to this podcast in six months from now, but I do believe in six months from now, we'll look back at this moment and not only, not only laugh at it, but actually be grateful to see how exactly this moment led to, was essential to contribute to our continual success, essential. Not only how it was helpful, but essential and necessary. And to look back with that perspective, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We can only, as Steve Jobs said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backward. Like I, I, I know, and I've been through enough dot connecting exercises looking backwards after going through the challenges to know that this is no exception to the rule. Though it feels bigger and more insurmountable, and there's more at stake, it's just that's no exception to the rule. And I know that therefore the dot that's connected when we, when I look backwards is going to be that much juicier and that much more essential and that much bigger part of my story and our story here. So I do believe that. And I hold on to that belief and I have enough evidence to support that this is going to be the exact same case. Just got to lengthen that time horizon and hold on in these moments. The other thing that I think is important to share as I've been navigating these challenges is this concept of support. So one thing I've learned from my mentor is that every challenge is met with equal support. So you have a you have a challenge and then you have equal parts support, equal parts challenge to support. The degree of challenge that you're experiencing also unveils the degree of support that you have. If you look for it, you just have to look for it and you have to be able to see, okay, in that moment of feeling this huge challenge, where am I also feeling this huge support? And it's there. It's always there. And when you can look at them both and see the challenge and see the support, it helps take off that emotional charge around seeking this as, as something as, as, as a massive challenge and I'm alone in this, but it's like, no, you have the support. So I'm so grateful for the support that I have, um, starting with the people in my in my inner circle, my my, my, my family, my co-founder, of course, my team, and then the mentors as well. So uh, my mentor, Giorgio, my, my mindset coach I've worked with for six years now, uh, we do a once a month uh, session. This, 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 this last session we did in the thick of things was three hours long. So carving out that time and energy space to dive in for three hours and really explore all the nooks and crannies here. Essential. So grateful for that. I have that support. And that's something that I believe everybody needs to have. Also, support from mentors who um, who you don't have direct access to or phone call set up with. So YouTube, shout out to YouTube. Y'all need to be on your YouTube game on the real though, because YouTube is so great with having these different podcast clips, these short videos, these inspiration to learn from mentors that you wouldn't be able to be in a room with. So like I, I've been listening in this particular moment, I've come back to Michael Singer, listening to the Michael Singer podcast as, as he talks about a lot of these concepts from just such an unattached way that I love and is so important for me to hear. And then also Alex Hermosi has been a big mentor through the stage of, of, of his, you know, tactical advice around business and entrepreneurship and the ups and downs. Even Kobe Bryant, I've been listening to a lot of Kobe Bryant speeches recently and 
his mindset and mentality of just how he embraces challenges. So being able to inundate myself with all these other successful people that I look up to, to be able to listen to them and to hear their voice and hear them sharing in real time, essential. So if you're feeling a little down, just, just to share, it's like, you're feeling a little down or you're lacking a little of inspiration, go to get on YouTube and, and go, go, go follow the breadcrumbs. You got this amazing algorithm that's working for you. So you finish one video and the next one comes up and it's like, amazing, this is perfect. And you just follow the breadcrumbs there. So I'm grateful for the mentors in that, in that standpoint. And I'm just so grateful too for 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 the team that we have and and something that was unique and 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 a great takeaway for me through this experience is is having the transparency to share and and being transparent, accepting the risk of leadership to 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 lead by example and to be transparent. So Rob and I decided to you know one of our core pillars at Edge Theory Labs from an internal team philosophy standpoint is is transparency. Like we want to be transparent. We don't want to sugarcoat things. We want to be sure that we're able to provide our team with with the real of the real and and because I believe that 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 builds trust. And this was an amazing moment to lean into that and to just see the result of that happening. So it was so well received from our team as we brought up some of the real challenges that we're facing and and cash implications and 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 doing some some kind of tightening up around the uh, tightening up the belt around certain areas. And it was so well received. Every, everybody on the team was like so grateful that we shared and was enlisting to support. How can we help? What do we need to do? I have an idea here, and just enlisting the full team support. It really it felt truly that that we were a team on that in that meeting and that was the first time that i felt that to the degree to that degree like i felt yeah we're a team we have an amazing team an amazing family here we're we're growing amazing but it's really when you get challenged and 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 tested that you really gel as a team the best championship championship teams are battle tested the best teams are battle tested. This is just a fact. And this is a moment for us. And I feel like this is a defining moment for us and, and an opportunity to rally together and grow together. And I'm just so grateful too that our team views it this way on this wavelength. Our team is about seeking the challenges as an opportunity, embracing the challenges that come as, as an opportunity to grow. Just so moving and just so humbling to, to be able to sit in, sit in, a, in a room of you know, 15, uh, 16, 17 people, both in person and on virtual on Zoom that are, that are just on the same page and like about it and seeing this and believing this and holding that to be true. Because now, not only is it just like in my mind or in Rob's mind or in our executive team's mind, but it's in, it's in 17 people, 18 people are now holding this and and believing in this. And that un- invariably has a, a massive ripple effect. So enlisting the support from the team, huge. And that transparency was a great moment. The other, the other thing, you know, I can't, I can't emphasize enough. I've said it many times before, but thank God for Rob. Thank God for a co-founder, the blessings of a co-founder founder. I don't know, even with how strong my mission is here, I do not think I would be able to still be doing what I'm doing without Rob. There's no chance. Like there's actually, I know that for a fact. Having a co-founder and having someone that complements your skill set and that is there with you through the peaks and the valleys and is able to ride the jagged edge to a degree that even um, to a degree that nobody can outside of you is is just essential. So so grateful for Rob and being able to like have someone that's in on it with you on the late nights or the the early mornings or the Sunday sessions that you need to just gut things out and those difficult conversations, those difficult decisions you need to make. It, it helps so much. And and then beyond that, the, the how lucky I am to have people that I call friends, like true friends who are leading departments in our organizations and functions within this business that are that are now in creative mode, chat or head of sales 
firing and just holding that energy so high. It's so important. It's like, oh, thank God. I've got Chad on my side over here. Cat, director of marketing, pulling all these levers and, and orchestrating this beautiful campaign and initiative and, and figuring out what we need to do to, 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 to turn the ship in the right direction, like firing, amazing, and just living and breathing it. Sam, from a director of performance standpoint, doubling down and, and, and expediting some of the initiatives they're working on to bring it to market and bringing the relationships. It's like, ah, oh, that feels so good. And everybody else on our team, truly, but just feels so good. And so, so lucky that I have these people that I call friends that are so bought in on this mission that they're willing to do whatever it takes to make this work. And, and, and that's just so special. Why I know we will make it work. Now, the last thing I want to share is this concept that came to me yesterday as I was kind of sitting with this a little bit more in meditation and just in reflection and in journaling of just sitting with this. And, and firstly, that's a, another great plug of the reason why I'm able to now share this podcast with you and, and have these insights to share is because I'm willing to face it and just to sit with it. And that's important. And that brought this framework together of, I kind of view it as a circle of brace, face, embrace. It's a brace, then a face, and then embrace, shifting to embrace. And then it kind of like goes into the next. And this is how we deal with challenges. How do you, how do we deal with challenges? How do I deal with challenges? I notice that there's this challenge moment, right? And what happens is there's this kind of bracing for it on the downward, like this reluctancy to accept it or wanting to almost try to ignore it or not look at it. But, and it's kind of this bracing of just like, oh, I'm bracing. Like, I don't want to really look at that or be honest with myself about this as a real challenge or, or face it fully. So I'm just going to brace. And then you finally get to a point where you face it. Yeah, you, you either have to face it. You get to a point where you decide, I'm going to look this head on and face it, or life will bring you to the point where you're forced to face it. And you're facing it. You're looking down the barrel. You're seeing the fullness of it. This is the muck, the stickiness, the just the facing it head on and like looking at it fully. But then something beautiful happens once you face it is that it no longer holds this power outside of you or over you. You're looking at it. You're facing it head on. You're facing that challenge head on. And once you can do that, it starts to dissolve some of that emotional charge around the, the resistance to it or the, the bracing against it. And, and then it creates the opportunity and the step to embrace it, to take it in stride, to, to begin to see the blessings for it and shift the energy. You can't stay in the, in the muck forever and you can't get to the muck until you fully face it. Otherwise, you're just going to be bracing and resisting and you're not going to get the value that is the muck, that is that that growth, that nutty, nasty growth process. And so all those things need to happen until you can embrace it and then take it in stride and, and begin to shift that energy. So it's it's this, this, this shift from I went through the brace about two weeks ago. I was kind of bracing like ah, uh, to then facing, really facing over this last week and really these last, you know, the last few days leading up to, to my session with Rob on Sunday and then moving into that. And that allowed me after Sunday and Monday and sharing with the team to be able to really embrace it and begin to take it in stride. And that's when like it opened like a faucet and all of these insights started coming through. The desire to want to share this came through. The creativity, the inspiration came through. The blessings began to came th come through. And as a result, and as energy shifts, like, of course, we had one of our best sales days on, um, on Monday that we've had all year as a result of that. It's so wild to see how that energy follows that. And it's not about looking or following that jagged edge or looking at the scoreboard in those ways, but it's just an indicator of shifting the energy and then reality follows that. So acknowledge, another way I like to say this is in terms of where do you want to put your energy and how do you want to focus on navigating these challenges is acknowledge what is 
and focus on what is becoming. So you don't want to ignore reality. Let me say that again. Acknowledge what is, but focus on what is becoming. So don't you don't ignore reality. It's easy to be like, oh, there's these things going on and I'm just going to ignore that and focus over here on what feels good. And yeah, there's some value to that, but you're going to miss out on most of the value which comes from acknowledging, like look it, face it, and then put your energy and focus towards what is becoming. What are the seeds that you're planting? What is your strategy? What feels good that you're putting your energy towards to expand that, to create the reality? Because what is, is already old news. Hate to say it. What is, is done. What is here in this moment is old news. It's like it's like gum that you've chewed it already and it's time to spit it out. Well, the juice is... The juice is what is becoming. It is it is the things that are in creation that aren't yet in reality. That's where the juice is. We know this. So don't ignore reality. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it and focus on what is becoming. Find, utilize it to find the opportunity and focus your energy and brain space on executing on the strategy that feels good. Focus 5% on the problem, 95% on the solution. So that is what I wanted to share today. I'm really grateful for the opportunity for this podcast to be a reflection and a mirror for me to share. And if you're going through something, perhaps this is a helpful framework. Some of these tools, these perspectives can help you release the burden of worry and help you shift some of your perspectives and help paint a picture in all honesty of what's going on. And I, this is something I'm seeking to do more of to share in real time this journey, because it is such a wild journey, you guys. And this the, riding the jagged edge is just absolutely nuts. And I want to be able to, to bring you in more on it, to be able to share my real-time reflections. So thank you for listening. If you're still listening at this point, I appreciate you. I love you. And I just know the same way that I'm holding on to that belief. And I, I need others at, at times like this to believe in me. I believe in you, wherever you're at and what you're going through that and expand that time horizon, you will look back and be grateful for this. So that's all until next time. I love you a lot and have an amazing day. Let's go.